to Business Scale Insights with Kimberly Marie Bonner. Listen for commentary, interviews, and information on how to grow your business. For all the details, contact BusinessScaleInsightsNetwork.com. So, Empire Builders, are you ready? Here's Kimberly Marie Bonner. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Business Scale Insights. I'm your host, Kim Bonner, and today I have with me Dan Pace of First Financial. He is the COO and founder of that organization, and we are going to talk about financing opportunities for small businesses during COVID-19. Thank you so much, Dan, for being with me today and, and the interview. Uh, my pleasure, Kim, and I, I thank you once again for inviting me, even though we've had some issues trying to get me to the table with you. Uh, <laughs> well, you know what? Uh, I'm just uh, happy you're here. I'm just happy yeah. we're on the phone, right? And I want to share the information that's going to help your the small business owners, uh, but it has been a difficult process, but I thank you for your your due diligence to get me to the table, because I know Wonderful. it's Wonderful. And you did a fantastic job. Oh, you're being really kind. You're being oh, really you're kind. Oh, you're a person. Don't worry about it. So what I would, you know, realistically, I would like you to go through your questions and I will answer them to the best of my ability. And I hope that this will help the individuals who need assistance. So Wonderful. Thank you. I'll start it over to you. And I do ramble a little bit. So I'm hoping I can get through with the time <laughs> you allowed us. If not, yes. you can just hang up on me. No, no, no. Well, the first question is pretty straightforward. I know about you, but the audience doesn't. And so can you share a little bit more about yourself, your background, and how actually you started First Financial? Certainly. Uh, that could take a half hour in itself. Well, I'm, gonna, <laughs> I, I'm going to cut that short. I'm going to cut it very short. Uh, First Financial was founded 25 years ago. Uh, and it was founded with my father, who advised me to go into financing. Uh, he was an entrepreneur himself in the restaurant business. And I started equipment leasing. And that's where this company was founded from. We used to lease water cooler systems. I'm talking 25 years ago. From there, we moved into all different types of equipment, which we still do today as a direct lender in partnerships with two banks that I have a percentage of. And it's been very successful. But over the years, we have decided that SBA for small businesses were the way to go. So for the last 25 years, we have been doing a combination of SBA and, and equipment leasing. I learned the business uh, from a mentor of mine in Miami, Florida. He taught me everything, and I found it unique that people would actually need to borrow the money that they did. And it, it, it has kept my company very successful and my bank very successful. So to make a long story short, First Financial's goal is to put startup businesses, resale businesses, real estate property, anything that would come into the realm of lending that is business oriented. We are not a mortgage company. We do not do personal loans. We do business loans for any entity that's out there looking for it. 
We currently have four locations across the United States. We're actually opening up our fifth in Chicago, which is my where I'm originally from. Congratulations. Uh, yeah, we're, I, you know, I, I like to spend some time there. So I'm thinking I need a tax write-off. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but if I'm going to be there for two or three months, I, I would like to have an office to work out of. That's I all. completely understand. I completely yeah. understand. Yeah. Uh, uh, my wife is our, our the, the president of our small ticket lending division, which we're going to get into that shortly. And she cannot work from home. So she has to have an office. So that's one of the reasons that we're going <clears> to, <throat> we're going to put it up there. But First Financial was prominently known for franchise financing. We work with over 2000 different franchises and probably realistically speaking right now within the organizations that we belong to probably over 4,000 coaches and consultants that send us business. We are still a mom and pop type of operation. So if somebody sends me a loan that is not a franchise and it's just an average person that wants to start his own business, we are going to look at that as well. We are a minority-based business. We help minorities, and we also offer programs. We have a special group uh, within First Financial. It's called the M5 program. It's military-based. We have uh, two people that are from the ex-military who oversee and run that division for us. We are proud to say that we're part of Wounded Warrior, and we are also part of Boots the Business. And Boots the Business is a program that when you want to leave the service, we're going to take you from your military boots into business because not everybody can go out and find a job that they want. Absolutely. Uh, That's simplistic. And that program has been very successful. Uh, We are now launching uh, a new program for first responders. First responders can be anything from police department to emergency to hospital workers we are going to dedicate, I can't even tell you how many millions of dollars because we haven't figured it out yet what we are going to put in place to help these people. Because with everything that's going on in our world right now, when anybody listening to this podcast knows it's a difficult time. Yes. Everything is available. And First Financial is working with the government. We are part of Nagel which a lot of people might not know what that is. It's the National Associations of Government Lenders, which we happen to be. And Nagel sets all the policies for the federal government. It's that simplistic. Uh, And First Financial tries to go out and lobby and put people in place to put programs together for for small businesses. Our our key is it's very difficult because we are so diversified. We look at loans for businesses from anywhere from $75,000 to $10 million. And that's a huge gap. (laughs) But realistically speaking, there's a a means for everything involved in that type of thing. So that's what the company is there for. That's what our main goal is. We want to put people in business period. If we can make it work, we can work the numbers. That's what we do. We provide, we provide uh, 
technical support people. We provide the closing people. We work through and help people get their dream. And everyone who wants to have a business, it's a dream. Uh, sometimes I call it a pipe dream because you're never going to get it. Because, you know, <laughs> but, but in, in most cases, let's be realistic. Uh, if you want to go out and open a business, I am an entrepreneur myself. I've owned 17 of my own franchises. Oh, my. So wow. I see all different sides. I've been a manufacturer. I've done everything. And I, I knew that this industry was going to be prominent for people as long as they have the personal experience. First Financial is not like going to a big bank. We are not a big bank. We're an industrial bank. There's a difference. I don't care where you have your checking accounts. I don't care where you have your deposits. I don't care where your merchant service is. What I care about is we, we loan money for loans to businesses. So we're much more creative in the atmosphere of going to, and I'm not going to mention any other banks because that's not, not my priority to do that. But that's what we look at. That's how we fulfill. And that's why we're doing the business that we're doing because we're hand in hand with an individual person who really has never done this before. They've never, Absolutely. never, you know, most people realistically go out and, and, and they get a car loan or they get a mortgage. That's not Correct. what we do. That's all they know. Uh, my job and first financials job is to make that happen. So I'm oh, going to stop there because I can really <laughs> ramble. I, I tried to tell you this, Kim, so you know. So that's first financial. Everybody. Well, I'm excited. I'm excited that you brought that clarity because, uh, you know, I'm just going to really open the kimono up for my listeners. I've been working in the franchise space for at least a decade. And I've worked with, so many different um, franchise systems and franchisees over the years. And I've worked with a lot of banking institutions, lending institutions. And it's really important to, to get clarity on what you do because what you do is not what many banks do, quite frankly, traditional banks. And um, some people who are interested in starting franchises, right, or investing in franchises, um, they get disappointed, right? Because they went to their very large bank that they have a relationship with, um, a supposed relationship with, and they're disappointed because perhaps that bank does not assist them as they thought they would um, in getting the necessary capital to invest in a franchise system or another um, business opportunity. Uh, so I'm really excited that you are talking about what First Financial does, because quite frankly, I don't think a lot of people know about this kind of uh, niche space. And a lot of people need to be educated about the different types of lending institutions that are out there. And so I'm happy that to have you on the broadcast for that purpose. Oh, thank um, you. So, so can you talk about the different types of SBA loans that you offer, the different types of products that you offer for people who are interested in either starting their own business, resale investment, or franchise investment? Sure. Uh, it, you know, there's a variety of them, but what I would like, I, I'm going to start with the basic stuff 
and, and then from there, uh, you know, because there is a lot of different things uh, that we do. But let, let's start with some of the programs. And there's probably four or five. Uh, realistically, the, the one model that has been very prominent for First Financial, it's called the Express Loan. Express loans are any, anybody who wants to borrow seventy-five dollars to $150,000 to purchase a, or to open a startup business. And, and the reason that's prominent with us is because most of the organizations that we work with that sell franchises, believe it or not, their franchises are only $150,000 all in. Uh, I found it hard to believe. I put this program together probably eight or nine years ago. Uh, it's one of my most successful. To give you an example, just on the express loan programs last year, well, in 2019, we put 497 startup businesses, I mean, startup brand new out of the gun for $50,500,000. That's what we funded. That's an, that's an amazing number. Yeah, it is. When we look at the when we look at the franchises, because we work one on one with the franchisors, they work the way we ask them to work for the client's benefit. And but realistically speaking, when I started, I said, "How can you make any money with a hundred fifty thousand dollar investment?" Because I'll I'll be perfectly honest, my investments, as as you know, are just a few minutes ago that I said most of my investments were a million, a million five. And right. uh, it took me a while to make my money back. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. But in these express loan models, you know, most of these people are turning these businesses around and from the startup gone and, and making $100,000 a year within their first 12 to 14 months. Yes. Uh, and with my research and what we've looked at now uh, of all the loans that we've done, which is hundreds of millions of dollars in the express loan model, we're running less than 0.50% default. That's a, an amazing number when you yes. look at businesses and business opportunities. So that program has been very, very successful because it's very little money out of pocket. And you know, we're not collateralizing anything. So what your clients have to understand is SBA has all these different criterias. It, it, if you go from this amount to that amount, it, to give an example on the express, it's 50, let's say it's 75, which is what we like up to 150. If you go to $152,000, $2 over, the whole program changes. The federal government now has a different idea of what they want to do. My job and my staff's job is to show the people this is what we have to do. This, if you don't want to tie up your real estate, you don't want to do this, this is the program that you have to stick with. Uh, but it doesn't work for everybody. So between the express loan, which is really a bread and butter program for my bank, and there's very few banks in the country that really do it the way that we do. So what I would say to your clients to listen to this is they really need to call in, speak to a representative, let my reps explain it to them, because it's a whole lot of things that we could be talking about. 
and this podcast isn't set up for me to talk for five hours. Uh, <laughs> and you laugh, sweetie, but you know me, and I will. Uh, but people lose their attention span, and I want to get to the points of where we can do and what we can do. So okay. the Express is a great program. Uh, we're open to speak to any of your clients who want to talk about it, to any of your franchisors who want to talk, to any of the mom and pops, anybody that's interested. I love it. I love it. The second program, I call it the SLA2. Um, unfortunately, my wife came up with a better name, and I'm not going to argue with her. She calls it the Dream Well. <laughs> okay. Uh, and what it really means is it, it's over the 151. It's anything from 151000 up to $350,000. And it can be used for the same exact thing as the express loans. It can be used for startups, existing. It can be done for whatever you want. We talk to the clients and we kind of stage these things out and say, this is what it's for. Uh, I'm going to go back in a second, but I want to go through the three main programs and then I'm going to explain why it's good. The dream loan runs similar to the express. The only difference is it could be collateral based if we require that we want to have it. Now, there's rules and regulations to those programs, which we will discuss one on one with any client. It's not like we want to get into that, but we have to we have to follow the SBA guidelines, which are once again, the NAGLE guidelines. And every bank in the country, I don't care if you're the biggest bank in the, in the world or the smallest, we all have to follow the same SBA guidelines. It's the federal government guidelines for small businesses. Every bank has to follow it. The only thing that can diversify is the money down, what the down payment would be, and what the interest rate would be. That's the only model that can change for people. Uh, and everybody pretty much sticks to the same when it comes to that too. So we have the dream loan. Now we go into what's called the regular 7A loan. A 7A is just an SBA product, but it can take you up to $5 million. So you can go anywhere realistically with the 7A from 350 up to $5 million if that's what you're looking for. Uh, that's what I did when I originally opened up my businesses. I was in the health and fitness industry. Uh, don't want to say the franchise, but it's very prominent. Everybody would know the name if I did. And I was borrowing a hundred, you know, 1.4, $1.5 million per location that I opened. Uh, it's available to people who qualify. Great program. Once again, yes, there's some collateral involved in it. Uh, but it depends on the, it, everything with SBA and with my bank is done case by case. We have to see the individual clients to be able to figure out what we want to do and how to structure the best program for the client. Not for the franchisor, or if it's a mom and pop, that's one thing that we figured out. But it's not for the franchisor, it's for what's best for the individual client. Uh, right. and, and the fourth on the list is really the 504. And that's really a program. It, it is the biggest SBA program out there. But what I do with that, it, it's it, the 504 is for people who want to buy buildings and operate the locations. 
and, and I'll be very perfectly honest with you. I may do four or five of those loans a year of 400 or 500 that I do because I'm not big into the property type of things that go, that go into the $10 million range, but the 504 loans are available for people uh, who want to buy a, a, a location. I, I do a lot of physicians this way who you know get to the point where I don't want to lease my space anymore. I just want to buy the building, move my practice into it. That becomes a 504 loan. Uh, okay. They are very prominent, but realistically speaking, it's, it's maybe 10% of my business. Would I like to see it be more? Yes, I would, but that's not our client base because we're normally doing startups or existing or acquisition businesses, and they're not looking to purchase the, the properties at that particular right. point. Okay. That is wonderful. That gives me a lot of information to kind of digest. And I'm sure it's a lot of information for our listeners as well. Uh, and I know that when we spoke a few weeks back, you also mentioned that under the CARES Act, there are some opportunities to possibly, is it to defer payment or? Yes. yes. Can you talk about that a little bit? I certainly will. Anything for you. Uh, <laughs> So here's what we're looking at. The federal government, uh, with their wisdom, um, and I think that's why we're as busy as we are, with the CARES Act, there's multiple pro programs within the CARES Act. There's the PPP, the loan programs where businesses can go out, existing businesses can go out and borrow money for their payroll and, and do that type of stuff. Believe it or not, mm -hmm. uh, today's date is June 10th. Uh, there's still monies available for small businesses. We have, right. loaned, we have loaned out quite a bit. I think probably, you know, please don't hold me to this, but I'd say about $100 million uh, that we've given to existing clients and other clients who are looking for that relief money to pay their employees so they don't have to defer them or for them. Okay, so it, it's good. But every other bank has to. Bigger banks have loaned out hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars. Uh, and that's what the government asked us to do. And we did it. But a, a bank, uh, you know, our bank is, it's, it's size. It's a $50 billion asset bank. It's not a, a you know, uh, I don't want to say the other bank's names, but it's not a $500 billion uh, bank. So we can only do what we can do, but the PPP program helped keep businesses in business. Yes. Our default ratio has not been affected at all, uh, to be perfectly honest. Maybe one or two here. We might see a rollout down the road, but we're going to help them anyhow. We're not going to let our clients default if we can help them stay in business. So with that being said, what we're, what we're looking at now with the CARES Act is the deferred portion of it is every client that we have ever done an SBA loan for who's still making payments to us has their, their payments have been deferred. And if it's a client who's already got an SBA with somebody else and they didn't get a deferred payment, then they need to complain because it's all you have to do is call the bank who did the loan for you and the federal government will make your next, next six months payments of principal and interest for you. That's just basic across the board. That's the first part of that. Now, 
any new business or anybody who's out there, as long as your loan closes by September, and this date is very prominent. And when I say close, I mean we physically have to disperse some of the money on the loan. So if it's an express loan where we can just pay it out in one shot, that's one thing. But if you're if it's a if it's a business where we have build out and we have all these things and we can't get it closed because it takes longer for permits and all that type of stuff, that causes an issue. But realistically, the way the government has written it, and once again, I want you guys, everybody to understand, a lot of the banks are lobbying right now, uh, paying a lot of money, not just my bank, a lot of banks are, to get this taken out longer. But as it reads right now, if your loan physically closes, even if it's a partial close, by September 27, 2020, the federal government will make your next six principal plus interest payments for you. That's that is terrific. unheard of. Unheard of. And I've been, like I said, 25 years I've been doing this. I've seen Reaganomics. I've seen it all. Nothing has ever happened like this. We are trying to get them to extend it through December uh, 2020. Because I think that's what we need. Uh, I agree. I, I believe it's what, but what everybody has to understand is it doesn't mean the banks are getting the money because we haven't gotten one payment yet from the federal government. But we know eventually it's going to come. Uh, but we just have to go through the due process. And, you know, uh, realistically, let's be honest, the federal government's printing money they don't have. We get it. We all get it. <laughs> Anybody who's a U.S. citizen paying their taxes knows that we don't have the money. Right, right, right. Well, in light of in light of the fact that, you know, we have this interesting date of September 27th, 2020, uh, I'm sure we have a lot of people who are listening to this broadcast who are saying, oh, my word, I didn't know that. Um, people how do can not I get know. involved? How yeah. long is it going to take me to get my loan approval process? If I if I call first financial, is it going to take three months? Is it going to take six months? Good question. How long is this process? Good question. And I wish I had a, a great answer to you on how long does it take? Uh, <laughs> I, but here's what I can give you. And I want everybody to understand and, and, and take this part in because it depends on the loan and depends on what we're doing. My average express loan, we can approve it in two days and we can close it in 30 days. That should be our max. Like I take it back, maybe 35 days, depending on the franchise. So that's covered. Uh, we're, we're doing loans now and we're closing them on the express loan. That, and remember guys, the express loan is that 75 to 150. Uh, as long as you, if, it really comes down to the client themselves, not us. We've already approved them. They just have to get us the documentation so we can get it in and close it. And people right. have to understand that. You have to have you have to have a business license, your business. You have to have business insurance. Everybody procrastinates, and that's what slows it down. If, if we had it, and our system is relatively quick, to be honest, but you always get somebody that's going to throw off my average. 
Okay. <laughs> I wanted my average to be 22 days, and that's what we were at. But when the coronavirus hit, now things changed because why? Municipalities were closed down. They couldn't get yes. license. They couldn't get the insurance. So yes, now our ratio, I hate to say it, is not what we're normally used to. It's probably running at least 40 days. That's changing now because now we're semi back to operations. All right. But it's June 10th. We have through September 27th. There's no way that an express loan that has been approved by July 1st can't close by September 27th. To be honest with you, I think it could close by September. If we get it approved September 1st, if the, if the, if the, client really wants to save that money it should close by then because they're going to get us the information in my personal opinion if you were ever thinking any client was ever thinking about buying a business this is when you're going to buy it because of the fact that the government's going to pay that money so i agree let's take an example let's just take uh the express loan one hundred fifty thousand dollar loan uh it's a 10-year term at prime plus 2.75, which means your monthly payment to borrow $150,000 is $1,720, I think, okay? So multiply that by six, and, and, and that really gives you how much money you're saving, $10,320 that the federal government's paying for your business. That's just the express loan. So let's look at, let's go into the SLA too. Let's say their payment's $6,000 a month. Now it's $6,000 a month times six months. Or let's go to the 7A, where let's say it's a medical office I'm opening for somebody. And their payment's $15,000 a month. Multiply that by six. There's no discrepancy on what that payment has to be done as long as they fund by those dates. What the factor is going to come into play is because of build-out. So if it's a franchise that needs build-out, let's say it's a restaurant, let's say it's a gym, let's say it's a hair salon. They're tough industries right now, but they take time to get the build-outs and get the stuff. I would have to say there's probably 10 or 12 industries it will not close in time to take advantage of that. So what we're trying to do is lobby to get the federal government to uh, extend it through December. Now, do I think that's going to happen? I don't know. <laughs> I'll be perfectly honest. Anybody who understands the government, I don't care if you're Democrat, Republican, the bipartisanship is not there, uh, but that's what the banks are asking for. And if right. not, and if, if, if you can believe it, but Dan, I have to interrupt because we are fast uh, approaching um, the end of this 30 minutes. <laughs> That's it. I told you it was going to get. So you I, hit me with what other questions do you have? I think. Uh... Well, well, but this is the one of the keys is, and I know this is going to be hard for you to do this in a minute or oh, less, God, but yeah. what, what, what are the keys to loan approval uh, using like dwindling down your wisdom? If you could just. Okay. Really nail it for the audience. Okay. Loan approvals are simply this. We look at your personal credit score. We would like you to be at least a 680 or above with, with not a lot of credit inquiries and not a lot of 
credit card debt. We, we prefer you not to have more than $20,000 in credit card debt. Uh, if you have a home, it, it's a plus. In most loans, we don't ask for you to collateralize that. Uh, and we kind of justify everything off of the pre-qualification information that we send you. We allow you to pull your own personal credit. So we're not pulling your credit from the beginning. We'll, we'll show you how to go online to Experium. We have a program set up. You pull it yourself. It's a soft pull. We get you to fill out a personal financial statement, which is your assets and liabilities. And then we send you a questionnaire form, which realistically between the three things, takes you about 15 or 20 minutes to do. That's all we need to do to see if you're going to qualify. If you qualify, right. we issue you what's called a letter of interest. It is not a hard copy approval. It's simply a letter of interest. For discussion purposes, here's the rate, here's the term, here's the down payment. We tell you everything. And then we take a step back until you decide if it's a franchise or if you're a mom and pop or if you're working with a coach, or you're working with a consultant, you're working with a franchisor, that's not my obligation. That's your guys' is to go out and work through and, and do it. And, and you, Kim, of all you know, because we do some things like, like that. So you understand, <laughs> you understand what it is. And that's it. That's the quickest I can make it say, we're not going to turn anybody down unless they're below the normal standard criteria. And we will send you. that out to people. Anybody who is inquiring, we will send that criteria out to them and they will see it. Okay, that's great. All right. Well, I know we're gonna... well, yeah, well, it was fine. It was good enough. It was good enough. Okay. I know a lot of people are going to want to reach out to First Financial after this interview. So how can they do that? I think the best way to do, because uh, I don't know where your podcast goes and everywhere. I would say just call into the our 1-800 number. Uh, I, I would think that would be the best thing. And then we can assign a tech support person to anybody to call. So that would be 1-800-956-7313 is the 800. If they're local, 954 630-1011. Wonderful. They Thank for, you. They can ask for me. I'm not going to say that I, I will be available 24-7, but we do have multiple staff that can handle it. And as all I would suggest is we're calling on the podcast from Kim and, and one of our reps that they already know uh, can pick up the call and be able to help people. Our staff is very educated. We've I love it. For I a long it. time. I love it. Well, I have a feeling that a lot of people will be reaching out to you. I certainly will be referring many people to you in the coming weeks and months. And I'm just excited that we are connected and I'm looking forward to really helping a lot of people in the coming months and weeks. Thank you so much, you. Uh, Dan, for your time. And thank you for your patience to get this done. <laughs> it's important. It's so, so if any, important your, if any of your podcast people call and, are, and say, why are you laughing? You, you can tell them that I, I'm not that sharp when it comes to technology. That's all you tell oh, them. Oh, stop. I wouldn't well, feel thank bad. You, thank you. Thank you so much for your time, Dan. And you have a wonderful day. You too. 
If you already have a proven business model, but have concerns about the best way to grow and scale, then you should contact the experts at New Day Consulting Systems. New Day uses innovative techniques to 10 times the impact of your business. Your local business can become a regional, national, or international enterprise. New Day Consulting Systems will show you how. For more information and to get started with New Day, visit the website at NewDayConsultingSystems.com. One word, NewDayConsultingSystems.com. To get your business off the ground and into orbit, contact New Day today. Business Scale Insights with Kimberly Marie Bonner. To get her personal attention to you and your empire, go to BusinessScaleInsightsNetwork.com. That's BusinessScaleInsightsNetwork.com. And tune in again next week for more from Kimberly Marie Bonner with Business Scale Insights.